Welcome to the Small Business Big Life Podcast. My name is Derek Van Ness, and I'm a lead wealth strategist and founder at Big Life Financial, where we use innovative tax and financial strategies to help business owners keep more of the money they make and be a whole lot smarter at growing it. We believe every person has something unique and valuable to bring to the world, but far too often money stops them from sharing those gifts. We're here to fix that problem by helping people get money out of the way so they can unleash their full potential on the world. Stick around to the end of the show, and I'll even reveal how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspirational podcasts on the planet. So let's get this thing started now. Well, welcome everybody to the Small Business Big Life Podcast. My name is Derek Van Ness, and we want to welcome you to another episode where we're going to share some power-packed ideas some incredible stories, and some things that you can take into your business, into your life, and make it better. So today I've got Jimmy Claire with me, and he is uh, a pro at these podcasts, been out there uh, sharing the word. So Jimmy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, re- really excited to have you here. Uh, as I told, as I usually do, I like to have people introduce themselves. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What you, what are you doing? What are you up to? And uh, what are you passionate about? My name is Jimmy Clare. I'm a motivational speaker, autism advocate, and uh, founder of crazyfitnessguide.com. Uh, what I like to do, I'm very passionate about uh, sharing autism tricks and tips because I'm slightly autistic hmm. and passionate about fitness. Yeah. And I have to be honest, I would never think that autism and fitness, especially crazy fitness, would be a thing from the same person, right? So maybe uh, tell me a little bit, how, how did you come up with crazy fitness guy? Well, um, when people ask me that question, when I first started, I used to be known as a different name. Uh, and mm-hmm. at the time, um, I didn't know that this name was already trademarked and uh, and was used, and I can't say it because I don't need anybody else uh, uh, to kick my butt or anyone else. Um, and it was it was a happy mistake, and uh, because I didn't know how to use the uh, USPTO's database, so I couldn't figure that out. Uh, you know, government websites. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and so. So I used to be known as a different name. Uh, I got contacted by the uh, founder of some uh, from this company, which is a, like a bigger company than me. Mm-hmm. And, and he was he was not threatening or anything. He just like if if he failed to comply, la 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 la. Yeah. And so I changed my name, and so I was like. Well, what could be catchy? And I was like, what can I? And then I thought, crazy fitness guy. No one had it. Uh, Richard Simmons used to be known as crazy fitness guy. He never yeah. trained in all the years that uh, he uh, was been working. But now my Wikipedia, now now my website ranks his Wikipedia page for two terms. So sorry, Richard Simmons. <laughs> well, Richard Simmons was a pretty big name. So if you're doing doing better than him online, you're, you're doing all right. So Jimmy, before we jump into this, you know, what's, uh, based on your experiences with business and with life. And in your case, you know, just even dealing with autism and some of the things that come with that, 
what's a piece of advice that you would give to someone out there who who's listening and you know coming up in the world trying to make their life better be more successful uh what would you say to someone that you think has been a pivotal piece of advice or something you figured out along the way? I figured it out along the way. Don't listen to the naysayers because the naysayers will just tell you, no, that's not possible. I'll give you a quick example real quick. Sure. So there's this person I, years ago in one of my college classes, uh, one too many semesters ago, uh, they, Somebody, I, I introduced myself to them. I just being friendly, of course. We were doing these icebreakers in the first day of class. He didn't like me since the first day of class. I told him, like, yeah, I run my own website and everything. His first question out of his mouth was, how can you make money off a website? And I was like, have you heard of Amazon? Have you heard of Walmart? <laughs> I was like, you might want to rephrase that question. It was like, how can you make money off of your website? Because like, then that would be a really good question. And so, but he didn't like me since that day one. And so my goal then going forward is just to prove all the naysayers wrong. And, uh, and I'm kind of trying to plaster my name all over the internet. So whenever he Googles something, my name shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like your naysayer was your motivation, huh? Yep. Very cool. So so I I want to ask this question um how how did you get started? You know, a lot of people I'm sure were naysayers about it up front because it's not super common. So cuz fitness is a pretty social thing and it's out there and you know, it's active and um at least in my very small understanding of of autism if that's something that, you know, you're, you're, you're working with, that's not a natural way of being. That's not a natural thing uh, that's happening there. So maybe just share with me, like, how did, how did this come out? Where'd you get the, the idea, the courage and, and the wherewithal to get it started? Well, uh, for, well, uh, when I first got started, I, I really liked my college professor, uh, my English uh, class in college. And he told me if I want to become a better writer, I need to practice each and every single day mm-hmm. or multiple times a week. And so I, I knew I couldn't just uh, write on a piece of paper because you know how boring that is. I was like, I could do it for like writing a quick note, but just to keep practicing writing, is like, I need something that can hold me accountable. And I was like, so then I thought, you know, let's make a website. And my first, my my one mistake that I will for that I'll never forgive myself for doing was starting on WordPress because <laughs> I'm not a patient person when it comes to technology. When something breaks, I'm like, yikes! Because <laughs> I know I can hire a developer for seventy nine dollars an hour. Uh, so then I moved everything to Squarespace mm-hmm. and. Uh, which saved me quite a bit of money. Uh, on WordPress, I was like $800 in, and some of the plugins now I can't use. So I was like, well, that was then a very expensive uh, learning curve. Yeah. Yeah, I had a similar experience. I built probably 20 websites on on WordPress for, for different kinds of things that I was involved with for some of my clients. And uh got away from it for a couple of years, came back and I tried Squarespace and I was like, this is so much better. 
it's like for me it was light years better i know it's not quite as customizable in a lot of cases but man it was just plug and play i love i absolutely loved it so i had the same experience and plus i for me for squarespace uh like even though it's not very customizable i found workarounds for a few different things here and there and i had one a minor hiccup the other day but that was uh, Google's fault, uh, and that's another story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you you kind of got started. You figured out if you're going to do this every day, uh, or or you know you wanted to make money online. You needed to practice every day, get better every day. Um, so, what made you think you wanted to start your your own thing? Like, where did that come from? I mean, some people that's a that's a normal thing. Uh, because they grew up in a family that way. But did you grow up with your parents being entrepreneurs or anything of that sort? Or tell tell me a little bit about that. Well, no one, uh, no one in my family is an entrepreneur. Actually, I shouldn't should say that. My my uh, one of my uncles is an entrepreneur. Uh, actually, two of my uncles are as an entrepreneur. So, but on my mom's side of the family, and but it, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was them that got me started. When I was younger, I had a really, I would say not a crazy imagination, but just a really good imagination where I always like hung out with my friends when I was younger or uh, hanging out with my cousins. We always had these uh, I don't know, creative ideas and everything. And I was always like some kind of, business owner and just running the show and everything. And I was like, I could see myself doing this. Something I could be in charge of and feel like I'm in control of something. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of weird after 27 years. And now I'm like, yeah, this is actually happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, and it's interesting because, you know, you're, you're Sice's crazy fitness guy, but I've noticed a lot of the stuff that's on there is related to all kinds of things, how to, you know, sort of life hacks, if you will, or, or different ways to, to be more successful, more, you know, happy, whatever. Uh, where did that all come from for you? Like what made you choose that topic versus fitness or something else? Well, I, for me, I'm, I like to talk about a lot of different things mm-hmm. and, so I can just stay on one topic because then it's like, well, I'm gonna, this is going to get bored really quick because, you know, in the fitness industry, there's only so many different uh, variants of workout. I mean, different kind of uh, sure exercises. And I, I was like, well, how many are there? And I was like, well, uh, and like they all have different names and some people are called this some something similar a different kind of name and so i was like okay i can't do this i can't and i was like and so i thought you know what what if i make it a healthy living uh website where i can talk about review review products i could also talk about lifestyle and talk about maybe glasses which i did (laughs) or just come up with or like books because books is lifestyle as well, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Some of my else categories as something else, but for me, I like that goes on the lifestyle. Lifestyle can be literally anything. 
Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, so, so here's, here's an interesting question as a business owner, you know, a lot of times we hear, you gotta, gotta focus on a niche, right? But what you're talking about here is, is almost the opposite. You're really talking about quite a wide range of topics. Uh, why do you think that's worked for you or, or how have you made that work? Well, I do kind of sort of have a niche a little bit. My niche is for people who are on, who are, I'm kind of gearing my audience with people on the spectrum, mm -hmm. but also people who may no one know someone on the spectrum or somebody or just someone just in general who just wants some more information about autism. And so that's kind of my audience. But I don't say it's a really sp specific niche, but that's kind of my my audience that I try to cater to. Uh, yeah. And so, so with that niche, you know, what, what would you say to someone who's listening, who maybe uh, has an autistic friend or person in their family or someone close to them to kind of help them understand like what, what that's like or, or how they can be better because I'm sure you get all kinds of different uh, you know, how, how people treat you is differently based on that label. Uh, what would you say to someone who was listening that way? Well, I would say that you need a lot of patience when uh, with someone who has autism. Um, my parents, when I was younger, had a lot of patience. Maybe mm -hmm. not so much now because I'm, I just never know when to shut up. But <laughs> uh, well, it comes with the job as a motivational speaker. So, uh, and so I would say uh, have a lot of patience and uh and know that there's always a brighter tomorrow and a brighter future and even though uh we like to put labels on things i i i when i was younger there's a lot of doctors told me jimmy you're not you won't be able to uh uh read uh any higher than a second grade level you won't be able to walk without braces or crutches never had any of them and i had yeah just because i'm labeled as autistic doesn't mean uh those doctors are always right no oh, yeah well and kudos to you for for taking control of your own life and saying you know i know what they're saying and that's fine but i'm gonna do what i want to do and and see what i can do because uh I think that's tough. And I think that's, you know, maybe that speaks to why you've become a, a business owner because, you know, most people wouldn't say that would be like a normal thing. Um, and also a motivational speaker. How did, how did you get into speaking? Cause that's, that's pretty scary. Like for almost anybody, let alone, you know, somebody who's probably got some, a little bit more of a steep hill to climb. Uh, I would say I got into speaking, uh, well, after jumping around five different majors in college, uh, I've been in college one too many years, as my parents have told me, but uh, I'm going at my pace, uh, which is not really slow. It just, I, I take information differently, so that's why. And so my, so the reason why I just uh, decided to get into motivational speaking is because I like to talk a lot and I'm good at 
either ring wing stuff like uh, podcast interviews or uh, or uh, talking just to a group of people and I can work a, kind of the whole crowd when mm-hmm. I was there, I didn't want to talk to any adult whatsoever I kind of looked down at the ground or I just didn't really want to talk to anyone now at parties I basically work work the whole room just go from one person to another person to another person sometimes I can even make a whole group laugh at the same exact time so I was like why not huh that's cool so it sounds like it was something that you just kind of realized hey I like this I'm good at this I'm gonna start doing this a lot of people out there want to be speakers or wish they could get speaking gigs how do you how do you find people who want you to speak? Uh, I joined a few Facebook groups uh, that I got my name out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they have like these threads that ask to be requested as a guest or or be a guest, and I've been on my forty-fourth show today. So this uh, as of net right now. So really cool at the beginning of um, tw- of 2020 i was freaking out because of this whole pandemic and it's like how am i going to get my name out of here now sure and, uh but then and then uh i got i found these groups and i got invited to uh, by another podcaster to a virtual uh, convention in the fall of last year which i spoke to 1100 people online and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm really freaked out. So I went at the end of 2019 in front of 20 people in person to 1,100 online. And just recently, like a week ago, uh, I got invited to a virtual TV show uh, in front of 750,000 people watching. Wow. That's pretty huge. Um so, so if you found that those experiences have helped boost your visibility online, you know, are, are you seeing that uh, translate, or how, or does that help your confidence? What do you think the biggest benefit to that is? I say it has helped my confidence. It has boosted my visibility online because uh, I'm not going to say the keyword here, but uh, when you Google. Uh, who is Jimmy Clare? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Google actually reads out to you. Uh, Jim, uh, Jimmy Clare is a motivation speaker, autism advocate, and founder of Crazy Fitness Guy. Uh, and the reason why I kind of said not the key word is because I have a Google Home Mini in my room. And so... <laughs> I got you. <laughs> it'll, it'll pop up and start talking to us and be part of our interview, huh? Yeah. Uh, that's great so um so with your content being targeted at people who are on the spectrum um you know is is that something that plays in in fitness at all or or are there different things that you have to take into account or explain that to me i i really don't know uh well the the reason why i started talking about fitness Mm -hmm. is because I found some of my friends, and I'm not going to name any names because then I'll just, uh, yeah, uh, I don't want any issues. But uh, I've seen them over the years, uh, and they were, I wouldn't say chunky. They they weren't like overweight or anything, but 
during the pandemic, it's, there, it's been a really hard time for them. And I've seen them uh, literally from maybe not as a twig, but like normal weight size for their for their uh, for their age group and etc. To like, holy crud, they put on some pounds. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people have. And so I thought, well, you know, may I just start? And so I thought, you know, I want to talk about fitness from my own perspective and how what I'm doing, and and, and show people. You don't need a gym to work out. Look, you're paying a gym membership just to get into a door of a fitness. A fitness. You're not getting a trainer. You're not getting uh, nutrition plans. You're not getting anything extra. Right. Hey, here's your dumbbells. Figure out what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think that's great. And you know, during the pandemic, obviously that's been huge because a lot of gyms have been closed down or or at lower capacity and everything. So, um, yeah, and, and I love that you saw a, we'll call it a problem or a challenge or something that a lot of people are struggling with. Uh, how, do you, how do you continue to grow your audience for this? Is there, is there a big audience for what you do? Or I think it would be very specialty, but um, kind of interested in how that's kind of progressed for you. Well, uh, for me, uh, my audience is basically mostly a lot of uh, women. Uh, Mm-hmm. Because uh, there might be moms, or might be uh, sisters, or um, aunts and uncles. I mean, aunts. Whoops, did I say uncles? My bad. <laughs> I did not mean anything by that. No. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it, and then I also have men who visit my website, of course. But yeah. But basically, my audience is. Uh, a lot of women who visit and uh and that's what my says on my podcast analytics as well and they told me and so i try to reach out to many different channels i'm on so many different social media channels mm-hmm. uh, so it's crazy fitness guy as well some people have told me that it's like you're on one too many channels and it's like you only you are oh, I always specify to them you are only on one too many channels if you can't automate some stuff and it's like but if you can find a tool that can automate a few things for you, you're perfectly fine <laughs> yeah, 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 one of the things we focus on a lot is I'll create content like these interviews, and then we'll have some either a person or something that can chop it up and post it and get it all out there. And for me, you know, I, I just, I'm just having a conversation with you, but uh, that automation makes a huge difference in being able to keep up with it. Otherwise social media can feel like a a little bit like a treadmill, right? You're just running in place. I'm sure you've dealt with that. And then you scroll to a deadly newsfeed of like, I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've definitely dealt with that. So let me ask you this, Jimmy. Um, what, what's a challenge that you faced with your business with growing it and that, that maybe you can share with our audience so that they can kind of see the lesson that you learned or what you, how you figured it out? I'm sure you've run into a bunch of them along the way, but um, yeah, maybe pick one and share it with us. Okay, that's like saying find me a needle in the haystack. Uh, <laughs> Just pick the one that's shining brightest right now. I would say 
there was a lot of people when I first started told me to go on WordPress. Mm-hmm. And I find for myself it, it, what, that I should never listen to them. And I'm, I'm not saying they're totally wrong, but mm-hmm. if they know WordPress inside and out and they know what they're doing and, and they know how to fix broken stuff, go right ahead. WordPress, happy as I have have fun. But for me, somebody who would come in doing it, it and didn't know what to expect. Uh, and I was first started on WordPress.com before I went to self-hosted. Mm. And, and after working for a year and 90 plus hours a week, I just kind of just tired and dread, dreaded of doing what I'm doing because it's like, I'm supposed to be making content, not fixing broken crap. And it's like, I'm not a developer. I never claimed to be. I think out of all the buyers I've ever created for myself, it never had the word developer in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that technology hangups can be a real problem. I've definitely struggled with those. And and uh, like you were talking about, you know, using simpler solutions, looking around, really finding the the right fit can be helpful. Obviously having someone on your team or, or a friend or someone close by can make a huge difference there, but technology, we all got to deal with it and it's, it's definitely real. So, um, so I, I appreciate you taking some time to share with us today, Jimmy, if, uh, if people want to connect with you, if they want to find out more about what you're up to, uh, where do they, where can they reach out to you again? Uh, you can reach out to me, uh, on Facebook, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For Facebook and Instagram, it's jimmy.claire.speaker. And uh, for uh, Twitter, is Jimmy Claire Speak. God forbid I can ever get 17 characters in a username on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, so something that uh, I like to do at the end of the show here, Jimmy, is just give you... 30 seconds to 90 seconds to just say anything that you want to say to anybody who might be listening to this episode. Um, you know, just share with us what you think is important that people hear and, uh, and yeah, let her rip. I would say I'm going to, I'm going to rephrase a little bit of what I said in, uh, before, uh, don't let the naysayers get to you. I've had many naysayers, uh, like uh, some people in my family, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but <laughs> I had some people, uh, I was like, oh, whoopee-doo, you got a few, you got like a thousand plus views, boo-hoo, whoopee-doo, what does that get you more money? A little bit. And uh, and and I would say, you know, those naysayers, and like the reason why the naysayers exist is because that's how their minds work. Mm-hmm. If you, telling yourself that you can do it and you live in their dream every single day, you'll eventually get where you want to be because I'm so lucky and I'm so blessed to be able to uh, do what I do and get to meet so many different people. And I don't take it for granted because I know I could just, "Eh, well, you're fired. You're never getting another uh, interview ever again. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. And I really love your, your can do attitude of just like, just start doing what you want to do and find a way and people will get in your way or obstacles will come up, but just keep doing it. 
So don't let those people bring you down. I think that's awesome. So Jimmy, just really appreciate you taking some time sharing your story with us, sharing some of your your tips and secrets of, of what you've done to be more successful. So thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Big Life Show. If you're a six or seven figure business owner who'd like to be on the show, we'd love to talk about it. Just visit biglifefinancial.com slash guest to get the ball rolling. And if you heard something you loved on the show today, don't be shy about sharing it. And if you do, be sure to use the hashtag Small Business Big Life so we can see that you're sharing the love. And heck, if we swoon over your post, we might even pass it on to our many thousands of followers to help share the love and the spotlight with you. Speaking of love, if you like today's show, be sure to hit that subscribe button. You know why? Because then you'll never miss another episode and you can get all the motivation, inspiration, and insights with every new episode. Also, if you want to see everything else we're up to on YouTube, social media, or even in real life, you can always visit us at biglifefinancial.com. Well, that's it for today. My name's Derek Van Ness, and I want to personally thank you for being a part of the small business Big Life movement. Now get out there, create more than you consume, love people more than you need to, and believe in magic because yes, it does exist.